You are Locked On Rangers, your daily Texas Rangers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. One ball, two strikes, two outs. Six to one, the Rangers lead in the top of the ninth. Feliz the high set. Here comes the pitch. Breaking ball, strike three call. The Rangers are going to the World Series. You are watching the Texas Rangers. I'm Bryce Patterson with the Dallas Point News. Here today to talk a little bit about KBO, a little bit about um, some theories about what the Rangers season might look like and how they might adapt to the changes in roster. Um, one theory thrown out by Evan Grant we'll get to um, towards the second half. But it's Friday, so that means it's KBO time. So the NC Dinos are absolutely dominating. Like, they're just dominant. It's insane how good they've been through 15 games. They're at the top of the standings at 12-3. and um, next is the LG Twins at 10 and 5, then my mighty Doozon Bears at 9 and 6, and then fourth is the Kiwu Heroes, um, tied with the Tigers um, and the Lote Giants at, um, actually just the Tigers at 9 and 7. Lote Giants are 8 and 7, so still a 500 record. Um, Sky Virons are at the very, very bottom. Uh, they're 2 and 13. KT Wiz kind of went on a little bit of a streak there. Um, I think they were 1 and 9 last week, um, or 1 and 8. And now they are up to 6-9, and nine, which is a pretty nice record, um, in my opinion. But uh, I want to talk a little bit about the Dinos because they've been just so absolutely dominant. One of the, um, the big keys for them has been this lefty starter. Um, his name is Ku Chang Mo. He is 23 years old. He has a ridiculously low ERA this season. He has a point zero point four one ERA and a 0.55 whip. Um, now, that's just kind of insane. His last two starts, um, his first start of the season was pretty good. Um, six innings pitched, no earned runs, um, and eight strikeouts. But then against KT, he threw eight innings, struck out ten batters, allowed just four hits, one walk, zero runs. Um, and then this week against Tuzan, um, he threw eight innings, uh, struck out seven, allowed only two hits. One of those was an earned run um, and a walk. Um, so he has just allowed the one run in three starts this season, which is just kind of phenomenal. I think there's a chance he might be, um, someone might look at posting him if he keeps anything close to this up. Um, now it's like, it's obviously a, a 0.41 ERA is a huge outlier and it's not going to stand up for a full season. But last year he was pretty solid as a 22 year old. He had a 320 ERA, a 1.18 whip. Um, in 23 games now 19 of those were starts so he ended up pitching 107 innings for the season and he struck out 114 so anytime you're striking out more batters than you have innings pitched that's a good season for you so definitely a guy to look out for also he's only making $150,000 this year which pretty solid contract for them but like um, yeah he's definitely gonna if he keeps something up like this um, or even what he did last season I think there's gonna be some some teams that might be interested in in acquiring his talents for the States. So, um, yeah, Adrian Sampson still hasn't pitched, um, yet in the, in the KBO, I've, um, reached out to some people who might know how to contact him. They say they haven't heard anything from him. They think he's either just about to start his quarantine. Um, cause he spent some extra time when the season started with his family, um, cause of a health situation with his father. So totally understandable. Um, uh, honestly, I, I wouldn't blame him if he just totally sat out the season because 
it's it's got to be tough. But um, yeah, he still has yet to play in the KBO. Um, but I will let you guys know if I hear something about that and why all that is. Um, but yeah, that's what we got. So let's look a little bit at the uh, foreign players and how well they've been doing. Um, the top hitter is um, Jose Miguel Fernandez. Of those mighty fighting dudes on Bears in 72 plate appearances, he has a 476 ERA. Um, Mel Rojas Jr. is doing pretty well as well. He's hitting 552. Pretty solid. Um, the home run leader, um, where did he go? Yeah. Two guys tied at the top with six home runs each, um, each in 15 games. Um, the top guy list, I don't know what the tiebreaker is. Um, uh, but Han Dongmin um, of, who is this? Um, goodness gracious. He's a right fielder for, why is his age not up here? Um, for his team. Um not sure who, but Roberto Lamas with his eight or his six home runs, um, first baseman for the Twins, um, also has six. By the way, Preston Tucker, Tucker also has five. So Tucker's been doing pretty, pretty well um, so far this season. But yeah, the Dinos are the Kings still. Um, Duzon is, has fallen a little bit on hard times, uh, not doing as well as I thought they might, um, but still a pretty, pretty solid squad. Now, let me pull up those um, foreign player stats. Um, Oh, the Sky Virons. Wow. The home run leader is on the Sky Virons, the worst team. Uh, Wyverns. Good Lord. I don't think I'm ever going to get that down. I just, I know myself and I don't, I don't know if I can, if I will be able to make that change, but I'm going to try for you people because you guys mean the world to me. That you're listening to me talk about KBO is like honestly amazing. And I really, really do appreciate you guys sticking, sticking with me when there's no sports, all of us trying to get through this no sports time together but hopefully it shouldn't last too much longer i think there's some hope on the horizon but let's take a little look about how these foreign players are doing so far um oh odrasama despagne of the kt Wiz, um, who's a right-handed pitcher one of the foreign guys um he's got 222 225 era and a whip um for just four ticks under uh one in four starts and 24 innings so he's done pretty pretty well um 21 strikeouts as well um Casey Kelly is a, a name that looks pretty familiar, um, but um, I'm trying to think of where I've heard of him for. Um, he has not been doing super well for the LG Twins. He's got a 5.79 ERA in 14 innings, and that's three starts. So if you're going only 14 innings in those three starts, um, that would be concerning um, for me. Another big name that Rangers fans would definitely recognize is Dan Straley. Um, he's with the Lotte Giants. He's got a 3.68 ERA in four starts. That's 22 innings. Um, 19 strikeouts, um, so he's been holding his own. Actually, sorry, that's 25 strikeouts. I got my, my columns mixed up. Um, so he does have more, wow, 19 hits in those 22 innings, but um, 25 strikeouts. So if you're striking out more batters than you're allowing hits, that's also a pretty solid season. Um, Dixon Machado uh, has not been doing super well. Um, a guy with the Lotte Giants shortstop hitting only uh, 222. Um, where is our, our old friend Jared Hoying? There he is. He's come a little bit out of his uh, out of his druthers. Um, he hasn't been swinging the long ball quite as well. He still only has that one home run. Um, and actually, no, I switched his on base and his average. Yeah, he's still not doing well. He's hitting 214 with a 250 on base percentage and slugging only 310, which is not really what you want when you pay those big bucks to one of those foreign players. It's kind of tough. But um, Preston Tucker continues to just absolutely rake um, of the foreign hitters. He has the third highest OPS with a 1218. Um, he's hitting 393, 
um, which is very solid. Um, second um, among those foreign players um, behind, where is it? Actually, third. Uh, Mel Rojas Jr. is hitting 452. And Jose Miguel Fernandez, the DH of the Bears, is hitting 476. So pretty solid. Those five home runs are really good. Um, he still only struck out nine times in how many at-bats? 61? Yeah, that's definitely what you're looking for. He might be earning himself, playing his way back into the major leagues. I don't know. He'd have to continue this for basically a full season. And then definitely some guys would give him a look. But I was surprised that he went over because he wasn't... I thought he was good enough to play and start for at least a few teams in the major leagues but i applaud him for for taking his chance and and moving his talents all the way over to uh to south korea and it looks like it's paying off for him so far but um yeah that's most of what i have for you today about um about the kbo uh we're gonna take a quick break uh when we come back we're gonna talk a little bit about a possible 50-man roster and what that might look like and who the rangers might end up including on that and what benefits that might have but first I'm going to talk to you guys about Built Bar. Built Bar is delicious. It's a protein bar. It basically tastes like a candy bar. There's 16 flavors of it. Half of those, uh, so eight of those are chocolate and nut. Eight of those are chocolate and nut free. The bars are 100% covered in chocolate, which, you know, if anything's 100% anything chocolate, like that's just a game changer for me. I don't know about you guys, but I freaking love chocolate. So these things are soft. They're easy to chew. You know, they're really great for the health-conscious guy. Um, you can lose or maintain weight while indulging on something that's just absolutely delicious, like I said. Um, they're low-calorie, they're low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber. So they got everything you need and nothing that you don't need. Don't need. Um, for our offer, uh, for our listeners, go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code Locks on, all one word, um, and you'll get $10 off of your first order. That's a pretty, pretty good offer. Um, Built Bar, thanks for, for hooking up our listeners. So use promo code Locked On, all one word, uh, for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. If you're like me and you're up super late often and need someone to come bring you something, anything, food, um, you name it, usually food, um, Postmates is something that you absolutely need. From early morning breakfast to a 12-pack of beers while you watch the game, sometimes you just need it delivered fast, and that's where Postmates is there for you. Um, if you're like me, you probably start thinking about what to eat for dinner while you're eating lunch. I love food, and that's honestly why I love Postmates. Um, they deliver from every restaurant I can think of right to my door. They don't just deliver burgers and sushi. They make my life easier with grocery delivery and whatever I can think of delivery to. Convenience stores, clothing stores. Honestly, like whatever you need, they have it. Just download Postmates for iOS or Android. Find your favorites and get anything you want delivered within the hour. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code Locked on. That's code locked on for $100 free delivery credit with no minimum purchase for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it. Postmate it. So, in the Dallas Morning News, um, I don't think it was in the actual paper. Um, I hadn't checked to see if it was there yet. It'll probably be there in the next few days if it's not there already. But anyway, Evan Grant wrote um, if the MLB season does happen, um, which Rangers would make their 50-man pool. So there's a thought that I don't think it would be a 50-man active roster, but it would be a much deeper pool of guys that would be training with the Rangers. So whatever the minor league season looks like, which 
honestly have no idea. Like, I have much less of a clue about what the minor league season will look like compared to what the major league season will look like. Um, and which prospects you want to just be in their instructs and not, like, not having, uh, practicing with the big leaguers and, like, maybe getting called up way too soon in this weird season. Like, this is, there's so many far-reaching consequences that, like, have to be considered for all of this. And, like, I'm, like, really interested to see because it's like, okay, we got these guys. Well, we got one guy who's in triple A or in double A who's pretty young and we don't think, like, this is hypothetical. Say we got a guy in double A who's, like, 21, which is pretty young for that league. And he's, say he's a starting pitcher and he's got to really, really work on his third pitch. It's like, well... Do you really want him to be a starting pitcher and like get that work on his third pitch? Or is he a guy where, yeah, he's got a really good fastball breaking pitch right now and we could bring him up um, and he could actually help us out of the bullpen. That's going to be something that a lot of teams have to consider. And even the Rangers might have to consider um, during this. So um, here's what uh, Evan Grant proposed for some of his players. He wanted four catchers. Um, two of those would be active. Um, he wanted Chirinos and Mathis as active, and then uh, Trev- Jose Trevino and uh, Nick Schufo for the other guys. Um, I'm inclined to agree with that. I would rather have Trevino be the active one um, and get him more reps and stuff because, I mean, his bat's already better than Jeff Mathis. And, I don't know, maybe a shortened season would be better for Mathis because he really struggled with playing with more games than he could probably handle last season. And I thought that's why I think his, his results were so poor, um, both offensively and defensively. Um, he wanted uh, eight infielders. Um, he, he really likes Greg Bird. I don't know what, what Evan Grant loves about Greg Bird so much. Like, he, he can hit. That's fine. He's not a good defender. And he can, like, only kind of hit. And he's also injury-prone. So I don't, I don't get the love. A few of the other beats um, have been, like, especially in like towards the back end of spring training we're like yeah i think this guy's gonna make the roster i think he's gonna do this that and the other and it wasn't really looking like he was gonna do that um and i'm still not convinced but he's definitely a guy you might as well have on there um he also picked andy ibanez um to be one of the inactive guys on the roster um i saw andy ibanez for probably 20 games in in frisco and i wasn't really loving what i was seeing out of him, what I've talked to, what I've heard from scouts and, and other evaluators, um, other prospect evaluators that are just a little bit below um, actual scouts and stuff. But they didn't really like what they saw either from him. Um, it's It was a lot of, like, uh, jack of all trades, master of none, but, like, not even really, like, jack, just like a, a 10. I don't know. If we're going card scale, he's just a little bit below, like, pretty good at everything. He's just, like, okay at everything. Nothing really stood out to me, and... I thought there was a lot of hype on him being a guy who was brought over from Cuba, and, like, he might be a fine guy, might end up being a big leaguer at some capacity. I just, I'm not as sold as as other people seem to be. Um, a name that he also brought up was uh, Yadiel Rivera, um, who is a guy who's a glove first. Um, he Evan says he was the best fielder in the camp, which, um, if they've got an expanded roster, you definitely want one of those guys um, defensively. I mean, Isaiah Conner-Falefa, is a phenomenal defensive third baseman, a pretty decent shortstop, I'd say. Um, I don't know. I think he might have, might surpass Elvis this year. I'm not sure, um, but that's going to be a question. So um, he also has uh, Guzman, Odor, Connor Falefa, and um, Elvis, along with Todd Frazier. So like those are all the 
the regulars. Um, but here's what he wants in the outfield. Um, some of these I, I have a few questions with. Um, Leonardo Tavares, I think, is a guy who definitely could benefit with for some with some time uh, in the big leagues. He's absolutely a MLB ready center fielder defensively, and if they brought him up, he would be the best defensive, um, if not outfielder, then just overall player I think on this Rangers roster because he's already there. He's got the arm straight. He's got the speeds, the reads. Um, he absolutely knows what he's doing. Knows when to call off, when to pull up, when to go all out and die for like the guy is just a master class in center field defense. And like, honestly, that's something that's like really underrated in today's game. It's not appreciated a whole lot. I mean, the Rangers are about to trot out Danny Santana in center field, which like Danny Santana, I think is a fine uh, defensive center fielder, a little bit below average. Honestly, I still do would say that Joey Gallo is better, but longevity wise, I think it's smart for them to put, um, to put Santana there for more games. But um, Tavares at bat is just not ready, um, but he does have the speed. He's not quite an elite base runner. Like, the, the steel instincts aren't quite there yet. I think he's still getting some things worked. I would love if he turned into a pretty good stolen base threat because he's got the wheels for it. Um, but a guy named Rob, Rob Refsteiner, uh, not super stoked about him. I, I think they've already got plenty of, of outfielders. Um, but Eli White is a guy I think definitely should get some looks. Um, he's not really an outfielder. He's kind of a every position kind of guy. Um, if they had to make a choice between Ibanez and Eli White, I would definitely go um, with Eli White. Honestly, I'd, I think I'd still go with Matt Duffy um, over Ibanez, and he was a guy who was left off of that list. Um, but the other guys on this list are Scott Heideman. Really love that choice. Um, Willie Calhoun, Shinsu Chu, Joey Gallo, Santana, um, and Nick Solak, which, yeah, all those make sense. They make a lot of sense. The pitching is where it really gets interesting. This is, like, the most complicated i think this will be um joe palumbo i still think needs some time in the minors but um and so does colby allard um kyle cody i'm not quite sure he's ready yet definitely jason barr is not nearly as ready as as allard or palumbo are tyler phillips i'm not quite sure um i really think he could use some more seasoning too but luke farrell is definitely a guy i think is ready i don't think he's a starter um but i think he'd be a really good long reliever um, but having a guy like Palumbo and Allard and um, say you put Barr in your bullpen as your long guy and same with um, Farrell, um, Kyle Cody and Tyler Phillips are the guys who I would most want to have more seasoning before I'm calling them up sporadically um, in what would probably be a Nick Martinez-like role. Um, but I think Luke Farrell could definitely thrive in that. And when you've got five bona fide legitimate starters, like – to have the luxury of like not having to call up Coley Allard and Joe Palumbo and like letting them get some, whatever the equivalent of AAA seasoning will be this year, um, I think that's powerful. But um, yeah, when you've got Corey Kluber as your one, uh, or Lance Lynn or Mike Miner, one of those three in one of those orders, plus you got Kyle Gibson and Jordan Lyles as the back end of your rotation guys. That's a really solid rotation. And if they wanted to go six man, um, so that everybody would be like really fresh and ready when other people are trying to just throw through a lot of bullets. I think that could be um, something where a lot of the older arms might get fatigued on teams that don't have um, nearly a solid of four and five guys in their rotation or just relying on guys like one through three, which I could see a lot of teams doing that. And I think the Rangers are in a position where um, even if they need to like skip a few starts with, um, with Kluber just to make sure if you just make sure with this season, I feel like just 
you got to – the main goal with Corey Kluber, in my opinion, should be to just have him ready for the postseason, make sure that he gets through a season, like, healthy. Whether they're making the postseason or not, just, like, get through one season, make sure he's okay, see kind of what you have here. Because you didn't give up a whole lot for him. And um, if you're not going to be in a postseason run, then there's no reason to try and push him and uh, maybe limit the amount of years, the, the, the success he'll have in years like 2021, 22, or however long he ends up staying in Dallas or Texas, wherever, <laughs> Arlington, should he live in Dallas, Texas, Arlington, wherever he's living. Um, but yeah, I think that's um, going to be really interesting. Um, also, there's a few guys I'd like to see out of the bullpen. I, I really want to – he has um, – uh, Evan Grant has uh, Alex Spees listed as a reliever here. I really still think of him with a starter potential, and I'd really like to see him get that season. He's had a few seasons that he's missed. Um, in, case you don't, in case you don't remember Alex Spees, I would not begrudge you for it. He was one of the um, one of the pieces in the U Darvish deal. Um, there's a couple guys there um, – besides Willie, um, but Spees is one of those, like, flyers, like, maybe, maybe he'll be really good, maybe he'll flame out in, in single A, it's kind of hard to tell, but he's got some really good raw stuff, and he, I think he's got the potential to be a starter, but, um, Hernandez is bona fide, one of your back-end guys, um, Demarcus Evans is just, the, the walks are an issue, I, he needs to get that ironed out before you can trust him in a consistent spot in a bullpen. Taylor Hearn, I think, is ready, I love Taylor Hearn, but I don't, know if I believe in his changeup. I don't know if he can hone that enough to be a starter, but I know for a fact he is, like, at worst, going to be a just total B.A., end of the back end, the bullpen, bullpen guy, um, reliever. Yeah, those are the words that I'm looking for. Words are hard. Um, but, yeah, um, you got a, a lefty reliever with that kind of fire with his fastball um, and his slider. That's a dangerous, dangerous guy. And I think... Um, they might give him a little more seasoning just just to give it another another chance because of the injury took so much of his last season. Um, I think they're definitely going to give him every chance to be a starter, and then if that doesn't happen, because they got so many guys that are like just on the edge of being major league starter ready. Um, I do applaud them for for getting those guys in Jordan Lyles and um, Kyle Gibson that I was originally annoyed about that they weren't going as big and flashy as I wanted them to. But now, now I'm seeing what the plan was. So I like that. I think Taylor Guerrero is just about ready. Um, Ian Jabot, gosh, that guy's got a heck of a curveball. Um, so does Taylor Guerrero. Um, but yeah, I think those guys are ready. Joe Barlow and Demarcus Evans. Demarcus Evans especially, like he just needs just a little bit more um, of that control, and then he'll be ready to just burst onto the scene. Once you feel comfortable and getting those walks just a tick tick or two down um, from where they are, he is so close to just being the Mississippi mean on the mound in the major leagues. So that's all the time we have for today. Thank you guys so much for listening, um, and um, hopefully you're enjoying KBO stuff as much as I am. I'm trying to record games as much as I can, and and watch a little bit in the morning because I tried the whole staying up till 4 a.m., 5 a.m., whatever. It was exhausting, and I'm trying to do this whole new thing where you have, like, a normal human sleep schedule. I don't know. It sounds interesting, so I'm trying to give it a try. Um, but, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening and subscribing. Y'all stay safe out there. Wash your hands. And take care of yourselves out there.